What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. Now to the pod. From uh, holding the cards to folding the cards, John, sometimes you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. The AF folded. Another guy with great gray hair, Kenny Rogers. Huh? Was that Kenny Rogers song? Yeah. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Um, I, I was listening the other last night. On, uh, my heroes have always been Cowboys. Willie Nelson, kind of similar, you know, slow. That not really great voices, but they're entertaining. Kenny had a better voice than Willie on the road again. Yeah, I want to get on the road again. I guess people just liked him because he would always get stoned. Um, AF. Now, the, 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 my favorite AF tweet was the one, and I don't know who tweeted it, but it was like. Players made $47,000 in seven weeks and now have to find their way home. And I think the point of the tweet was like this, boy, rough life. And I'm like, hold on, let me do the math on that real quick. 47, that's a $350,000 pace, John. With all due respect, because people lost their jobs, I'm not sure how much sympathy is there outside of, that sucks, it does suck. Like, I'm not trying to be harsh about it, it sucks, but... Let's come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought some of the pro AAF player tweets yesterday were laughable. Like, like what? Like Robert Klemko tweeted, like sources, the players will have to pay for their own flights home. And I was like, well, yeah, no shit. The fucking league went belly up. Who? Wh- I, I say this all the time. Well, we like, saved Ky- money for everybody's flights. Yeah, when like Kyrie and Kevin get mad, like I. We, the cameras are always in my face. Yeah, guys, where does the money come from? Like, I get, and that's different because there's so much money. But it's like, hey, guys, let's have a little awareness, self awareness here. That, like, yeah, it sucks. It would bother probably most humans. But this is why the big cash. Hey, Robert, this is not like the Dallas Cowboys just cut everyone from training camp and said, you know, this year we're not paying for you to fly home. You did not make our team. We're not keeping you on the practice squad. Because, like, in the NFL, you pay for their flight home. 
if you bring them on a workout or whatever. This is not the NFL. This is a bankrupt league. There is no cash. Well, so, yeah, there's no flight home. And, again, you and I have been part of some things that – it's just – I'd argue it's the best lesson that these guys will ever learn the rest of their life, that nothing's fucking guaranteed. And, and they were part of something that – let's call it what it is. You were getting in at the ground floor. Yeah, it sounded good, but we all kind of knew, like – History tends to repeat itself sometimes. This might not work out, right? So I don't think a lot of these players probably had a great time. It was a great opportunity for them. But they knew getting in, and if their agent didn't tell them, like doing them a disservice, like, hey, guys, enjoy every day. This could end at any moment. Just save some of the cash. They were also – a lot of these guys were getting to double dip if they were potentially going to try to be on practice squad this year. It, it was not – the league went belly up. <laughs> there is no more cash. I don't see – it was kind of like – a lot of people also were kind of going nuts on this Tom Dundon guy, the guy that owns – I kept saying he owned the Tampa Bay Lightning. I guess he owns the Carolina Hurricanes. Not a oh. huge not well, a huge I, NHL guy. Honestly, you could have told me either one right there and – You would have believed it? Yes. Then again, like most people aren't big NHL guys. But I don't blame him at all. Anyone that makes a deal out of desperation is – anyone will teach you. And if you've – I think you and I have experienced it different times – are usually bad deals. The best deals you make are when you're not rushed into something, when you feel you're like, I don't have to do this. They, they, they were they were screwed by week two. They did not have any money. It was like, uh, was it Frank McCourt, the former Dodger owner? Couldn't yeah. pay like his vendors. Right. They, they were like that by week two. So what happened? They got desperate and they gave, this guy gave them some money. Well, when you accept someone's money on that scale – that be, then becomes the majority. Remember, because immediately, like he became the chairman, like he had all the say. Right. Well, that's on you guys. You guys got in the situation. So yeah, he wants to pull his money. He doesn't want it. That's not on him. Like, and Robert Clemson was writing, like, this guy made his money on subprime loans for cars to poor people. Yeah, like I, I'm sorry. That's you know, you don't need the car. You bought the car from him. Like he's just, he's not doing anything illegal. I saw. I think Ben Albright tweeted that. There was the, the suspension of operations is not a financial issue. The league founders are not in agreement with Tom Dundon on his he, decision. He, he kind of doubled that. He's like, I was led astray. Oh, he backed off that. Yeah, he kind of said that. I think you all can figure out who was telling me what. Gotcha. Like he, he was talking to people in the AFF. Like I was wrong. He, um, I saw him tweet that yet. Like he was like, A-A-F. I had I had wrong information. Gotcha. Because Spurrier Spurrier made a comment about being led to believe that there was three years worth of money. Why? I, that's why a lot of these people, friend of our program, a good friend of mine, think of what Phil Savage left. He was the radio voice and wrote a book. Radio analyst. Radio analyst. Yeah, the voice is Eli. But he was with Eli Gold. Yeah, great job, I would think. called Alabama radio. I, I don't know what an Alabama radio game rates. What would you guess? Probably a 30 in Tuscaloosa? Like, it's higher. pretty big. No, no, no. I'm guessing higher. 50? I mean, seriously. In the I mean, state now, of Alabama, now you wouldn't think the case most people might be in the stadium, but I mean, it's got to be off the charts. Yeah. He also ran this thing called the Senior Bowl. Like, he had other shit going. He left. He, he thought this was a great opportunity because he had been sold a bill of goods. I think, guy, there are some parallels to the AAF, and I have not absolved them, but everyone's like, well, it's Charlie Ebersole and Bill Polian. We, what did they bring Bill Polian in to do? Like, he's Bill Polian wasn't like Roger Goodell of the NFL. He's a Hall of Fame GM. So what does he good at? Hiring coaches and picking players. And that's what I think 
the AAF did a pretty good job of, right? They got the Spurriers, they got the Phil Savages, they got Singletary. Like, they just got a lot of, like, okay. They got New Heisel. They, they had legitimate football people. And, uh, Pullian was not, like, the guy – he was a name, but to me in charge of getting the venture capitalist cash. That was Dick's kid, who to me kind of feels like – I'm not saying he's a criminal or anything, but a little Billy McFarlane-like – is that is that a fair kind of parallel? That's what it feels like. A I, little I will bit. say, Billy. I mean, Billy was like there again. Was, I, there was I, never yeah, a product. <laughs> it turned I, out with Billy. I, I I am just saying there are yeah, and he's a criminal. I'm not saying Charlie is a criminal by any means, I, but I am saying he was like Billy because there are some people close to Billy that thought he had good intentions. Like I, Charlie wanted to run the league. That's not arguable. He did run. I mean, the league happened, but I do think he was clearly way over his skis. And a word my cousin, who in my family's in the beer business, that they do other deals, they often use, people in business love to use OPM, other people's money, that are run that then become like, the that run that business. Like Charlie Ebersole used OPM to run something. So if it went belly up, guess who this is not on? Charlie Ebersole. Did you notice his dad? Now I Googled it. I don't think Dick, Dick Ebersole is quite as rich as I thought. Like I, I read that it was like fifty to eighty million he's made in his life. Like he's not worth like a billion dollars. So he didn't. He couldn't just give his kid a check for like three hundred million dollars. But they, they did not invest their own money. They tried to get OPM again because they knew it was a risky venture. And now it's like he's. I, I would imagine it's all in the AAF LLC or incorporate. Like you're not going to be able to go after Charlie. Right. Well, but John, I remember what's the thing that has stuck with me, and I think I told you this. The the Friday the national championship game was on a Monday. The Friday before that game, I had dinner with a few people, and one of them was adamant that there was going to be a money issue with the AAF. Was adamant. And what? When did the AAF kick off? The week after the Super Bowl. Okay, so so this is so I'm talking about like they, they the second week. Just, of, they were just trying to keep the momentum going. Remember? So I, so I'm talking about this, this. This person told me this the second week of January, basically, right? That's when the national championship was. So this is a, like five weeks before the league actually kicked off. Well, because they they started training camp like right after Christmas. And the point was like there are people who have not been paid. Like there is going to be a problem. I'm telling you, there's going to be a problem. I'm like, okay, I buy it. And you know why I bought it? Because I'd worked in minor league arena football before, and these guys had much better TV deal than AF2 did. But remember, the AFL had a good TV deal. Like, they were on NBC. They're, yeah, the, the, the AFL in its prime was like on ESPN, ABC. It was, that was a real league. But I just yeah. remember the AF2 going – I remember it was like week to week. There were times where just – there was there going to be enough money to pay people? Like, I've just seen it. Like, football is – there has been one league, John, that has stood the test of time. A, a, AFL had a – is it still around or did it stop? The what? AFL, is that still around? I think it's a bankrupt, remember? Yeah, I thought it ended too. But they had a really good run. But my point is you tell me there's a football league and I will buy anything you tell me about whether or not that league can survive a full year. Just it's Well, well, well why is it so expensive, right? They had the most amount of people by a mile, the most amount of coaches. The traveling expenses are off the charts because you have to fly. And then when you fly, you got to stay. So you're, I mean, you're, your, your stadium, John, John your stadiums stupid. are the biggest. Yeah, you got to maintain grass, maybe. Maybe you got turf. Your equipment is expensive. Your health insurance yeah. is a thing. You have to have – you have to pay for somewhere. Unlike these – like in basketball, you can just go to gyms and play. Like in football, you have to practice. So well, that means and, you got to rent out facilities. And you need attention. So you hire coaches that people have heard of. Well, those guys, like they're not just coming to work for free. 
what what would you imagine like the Spurriers of the world they paid them? I don't know. It's a good question. Do you think they made a million? I mean, they... so someone in the know that represents a coach, not his agent, but his financial manager, a coach that's going to be coaching in the XFL, told me the amount of money that this coach got, and this coach is pretty famous, was like two hundred fifty to three hundred grand. Okay. And this guy didn't necessarily need the money. Because I was like, God, ah, that's kind of small. But he's like, well, he really is only gonna. It's gonna work ten weeks, and he was kind of bored. He just wanted to do it. But that's still like, you got three hundred grand. Like, no way, Spurrier got three hundred grand, right? What was you, the? What would, I wouldn't think you had. You would have to. What was the number? Has there been a number on Bob Stoops for the XFL? Hint, hint. It might be him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Bob's is kind of. Bob's is kind of. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Not being a good teammate. <laughs> Well, I think I started thinking like I think there are only two coaches announced, Bob and I Pep Hamilton's one. But to me, Bob is Bob's to me, there there are two guys on a different level. Like Spurrier is Steve Spurrier is one of the most famous coaches just ever. You know, just name recognition. If you follow football, you know who Steve like to me, Bob's on that level. Like Singletary's famous or whatever, but I wouldn't to me Spurrier's bigger. Now Singletary's a big, you know, he's a famous player. Right, but you're talking about you're talking about a great coach. Like Spurrier was a great coach. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you got Bob Stoops, your coach in your league, that's a big deal. Like to me, Steve Spurrier and Bob Stoops. Like I would to me, if you're the XFL, I would hire Steve Spurrier, right? Because clearly he's down to do it. Did you see what he said? He's like, Well, I guess we're the champs. Well, yeah, well, was his team in first place? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Well, he's like, We're seven and one. He's like, his team was seven and one? Team, yeah, he's like, the next best team's five and three. He's like that's We're gonna be the champions of the league. That's fantastic. You should get t-shirts made up. That's fantastic. But I, I, for as much as he was BSing, I, I do think he had a fair point. You convinced me of the world and the Phil Savages and the New Heisels to get in because we were promised some things that, again, Spurrier doesn't have idiots working for him, right? Whoever looked over, it's like, oh, this is pretty legit. This is gonna be a three-year deal. Yeah. I, I don't think they got in. Not that they didn't know that the possibility of it failing, but I, I do think they believed in it because Polian is going listen. We're going to be able to cultivate a relationship with the league. That's my job, and it's going to happen. The league basically placed me here. And I, I could see where if you're Spurrier, and it just shows you, and again, that's why I'm not saying Fry Festival or Enron, but there are similarities there that these exorbitant promises were made by a kid, and that's what he, I think he's like our age, with has this name recognition, but he's not as dead. You know, it's like I'm Charlie Ebersole. So when Steve hears that, like, okay, we got an Ebersole. Like, that resonates with people, you know, in business. Well, it turns out this guy was just over a skis guy because how how could you start a league without having the funding? That, that to me, is crazy. And then you get in a position where you got to beg this guy to get involved. And then the, it came out immediately like, well, this Dundon guy is now in charge. That's not ideally what you want. You know, you'd probably want multiple investors where it's kind of spread out and they, like, elect Charlie slash Polian to, to be the brains because I, I kept reading yesterday, like, Charlie and Polian are not, and Polian even, I think, released a statement yesterday. Like, we're not on the same page as Tom Dundon. Well, the moment you sell, if you and I, if fucking Bud Light shows up tomorrow and was like, hey, guys, we'll give you a five-year deal at 500 grand a year to be the number one sponsor. We're like, we're in. Well, what would happen probably, potentially, if they started being like, well, we want you to do this and this. Well, if we took their money, we kind of have to listen to them, right? Yeah, that's what happened, uh, in the early stages of, I watched the uh, the 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 game show. Did I tell you about the game show documentary by Alex Trebek? No, it's pretty good. 
I mean, it's, you know, if you like, but it's kind of like, it's kind of inside. You got to like kind of enjoy it. It's not like some expose or anything. It's just kind of like he interviews all the great game show hosts. So, you know, you got to kind of be entertained by that. And I loved it. But like there was a point in the game show history where the sponsors started to have a little too much influence on like they wanted the best looking contest. They wanted just only good looking contestants. And they want, you know, like they wanted certain types of things. And finally, but again, if you're going to uh, take the their line. money, they, they get some influence. But the beauty was that they were doing such good ratings that they didn't they like the sponsors okay, needed money, to be we'll go get somewhere else. Yeah, and so it was like, okay, fine. Well, Camel Lights, you'll maybe it was Marlboros at the time. But see, anyway. see, see, to me, my my analogy with Bud Light doesn't even make sense because they took so much. When you take 180 million or whatever he gave you that on that type level, this guy's got you by the balls. He can do whatever he wants. Well, I so read the moment they took that cash guy. I don't know what there's been, you know, different stories on what his motives were gambling, whatever. No one really feels like has the facts. Yeah. But the moment they took that cash, he was in. He could fold the league. He could change it to a lingerie. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. Right. And that that to me is on them for selling it to them. Because that it was out of desperation. And, and again, why would you sell it if you didn't need the money? Well, because they, they needed the money, right? Yeah. I know there's something coming. I don't know if it's coming next year called the HBL historical basketball league. And it's the idea is that they're going to be a league, an alternate for college athletes to play back kind of what the XFL is trying to do. Um, and they've said, I saw one of their guys said yesterday that they have that even if they don't make a dime, they have enough money for three years of the league. Well, see, I'll give another league kind of a little bit of credit. It feels like, you know what? They had some high level guys, Ice Cube is clearly not a fraud, like knows what he's doing. Like the the big three, like is it great or not? But they, Ice Cube runs circles around Charlie Ebersole. Like they had a vision, they had a dream. They got the right business guys. They got these players that are kind of invested. They probably give them whatever they do. It That's pretty impressive when you take a step back what they've done, right? Well, like that thing is coming. Do you know where it's, who it's they're partnering? Not only coming back, they've added some players. Who's their media partner for, do you know where it's going to get broadcast this year? Are they not back on Fox Sports One? I don't think so. Maybe I'm not positive though. I, I I actually just saw. I thought I saw a ad. Some player they added. I was like, oh, that's guys. But again, I mean, it's like the dude's like 40. But remember, <laughs> I mean, they were not fraudulent. Remember, they promised AI, but he just he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.